everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Hey, what's up, Join the Journey? This is Neil. I work here at Watermark on the kids team. And as you can tell, I am not Emma Daughter. She is out of town and she is, well, I actually don't really know. She doesn't, she didn't tell me. But I'm sure it's really important teaching biblical literacy to children or something like that. Anyway, we're going to dive right into our podcast today. We are talking through Luke 19. And the question I want to give to you to just think about in the back of your mind is this. Why did Jesus come? If we're honest, a lot of times we can look at the Bible and even look at the Gospels and their account and think that Jesus came to give us a bunch of rules, that we messed it up and God gave us a bunch of rules in the Old Testament, but now Jesus is like, okay, let's let's add some more rules because he didn't get it the first time. And I would say that is completely and totally a miss. The heart of the gospel, just to give it to you up front, is that Jesus came, and we see it here in Luke 19.10, to seek and save the lost. That God is a relational God, and he wants to draw near to his people. That he could have just snapped his fingers and made our sin go away, but that's not what he did. He ran to the earth in the form of man, in the form of Jesus, fully God and fully man, and he lived a perfect life that we couldn't live and died a death that we deserved, not so that you could work your way to God, but so that you may know him. But we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. So let's pick up in our story, and we are introduced to a guy named Zacchaeus. Now, what do we know about Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus was a very rich man. You might have grown up in the church like I did, and maybe uh, are involved in kids' ministry now, and you know that Zacchaeus was a wee little man. And honestly, that's often the thing that we focus on the most, which is very non-important, but it makes for good kids' church songs, I guess, and helps kids pay attention. So, Not only was Zacchaeus a wee little man, but he was a rich man. He was so rich that he has a title that nobody else in the New Testament has, a chief tax collector, and he was hated by the people. Whenever Jesus sees Zacchaeus in the tree and he says, come down, we're going to have dinner tonight, the people's response was, who, does Jesus know who he's about to eat with? Like Zacchaeus is a bad dude. He's a sinner. Literally, they give him the title of sinner. Man, you might have had some really nasty names thrown your direction in your life, but I don't know if you've ever been just called, hi, you're Neil, the sinner. That would not feel very great. But Zacchaeus is not dismayed by that. He continues to joyfully accept Jesus into his home. And here's something that is really cool that happens. Zacchaeus, we don't have anything that Jesus says to him of Zacchaeus, because you have defrauded people, you will go and you will repay and you will live the rest of your life without any money. No, that doesn't happen. But Zacchaeus, before Jesus can even say anything that's recorded here in scripture, talks about how he wants to repay the wrongs that he has caused. He said that he wanted to repay the people that he had hurt fourfold, not because that was something required of him by Jesus, but because Zacchaeus's heart and his faith led him to repentance. Friends, the heart of God has never been add a bunch of rules and do a bunch of things so that I may possibly see you as worthy and love you. The heart of God has always been to be with his people, to redeem his people and restore the relationship that was broken in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve chose to sin and go their own way. And whenever we truly in faith understand the heart of God and what Jesus came to do, which was draw near to us, 
It causes us to live in willing obedience. Zacchaeus wasn't doing this because he had to. Zacchaeus had the opportunity to act in obedience, and obedience for him was to repay the people that he'd hurt. And Jesus does not look at Zacchaeus and say, okay, it's about time somebody got it, and they're going to do some actions, and now I see them as worthy and loved. No. Right after Zacchaeus acts in obedience, Jesus says, salvation has come to the house of Zacchaeus, and he says, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. He didn't say the house of Zacchaeus has been saved because Zacchaeus did a bunch of good things. He said, no, he, he's saved because he gets it, that Jesus is the point of the gospel. The best thing about knowing Jesus is not missing hell and making heaven. It's knowing Jesus. And Jesus' heart has always been for his people. And friends, you might be listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, but like, I picked up this Bible reading plan because my life was a mess and I didn't know what to do. And I thought maybe if I listen to a podcast and I read maybe two or three, I mean, I can't do five days out of the week, maybe two or three days. And then I go to church a couple times a month and I do, maybe God will be pleased with me. And I want to tell you right now, if you've never heard this before, God loves you. He ran to you in the midst of your mess and your pain and your shame and your brokenness. And he wants to draw near to you now because the purpose of the gospel was to redeem the relationship between us and God. And even you see that heart exemplified that the whole, the whole last 10 or so chapters, Jesus has been working toward Jerusalem. His followers knew that. He had been preaching and teaching along the way. And he's about to have this part of the story that you might've heard before where he enters in the triumphal entry on the back of a donkey and people are screaming, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, laying down palm branches and their cloaks. And history tells us from what I've read that Pilate was actually in town at the same time. So his followers were probably thinking, oh shoot, it's about to go down. Jesus is going to overthrow the government today. It's, and Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus goes to the temple to call out the thing that God had given them, which was to make sacrifices to remind them of their need for God, not the action of sacrifice, but saying, hey, remind yourself that everything you have is from the Lord. They had monetized it and Jesus was about to overturn that. But before he gets there, we see this tender moment uh, with Jesus where in verse 41, it says, and when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Like Jesus looks at this city, which was supposed to be the place of peace, the place where people commune with God, and it's not. It's a place where people tried to work their way to God, try to offer sacrifices to make themselves more acceptable in God's sight, when in reality, God just wants to draw near to his people. And that's why he sent Jesus. And when Jesus sees his people trying to work toward him, it brings him to tears. You know, the similarities I see between these two stories is, is this. God sees you, God loves you, and God wants to know you. Friends, Jesus' heart, God's heart has always been for his people. And God does not see you as something that he has to put up with but he loves you. He sees you as his son, as his daughter, as worthy of being saved. And if you're struggling with that today, my charge to you is this. I want you to hit your knees and you don't have to hit your knees. You can sit in your chair, sit at your table, grab your coffee, put a blanket around you. And you can just pray, God, I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like I'm the man or woman that you wanted me to be. And I need to accept the free gift of salvation that you have for me. Not only 
so that I cannot go to hell, but so that I can walk in relationship with you. God, help me to walk with you all the days of my life and to be your man or woman in everything I do. That's all we have time for today. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a great one. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.